Welcome Elizabeth Chapel Church family. Glad you could join us tonight. We're looking forward to this prayer meeting. This is the first uh, online prayer meeting that we've ever done. And we're glad that you can be here and be a part of it tonight. Now I know many of you at home are jealous. Just like Ed said earlier, he said, man, I'm just glad to see some folks from the church. So all of us get to see each other tonight in person. But let me tell you a little bit about why all of these folks are here with me tonight and what we're going to do here in the next few moments. On Sunday mornings at 9.30, ever since I've been here as pastor, and Bill, I don't know how long it's been going on for. It's been going on longer than I've been here. Long, long time. <laughs> we meet, they meet more faithful than me, but we all meet down in the basement classroom at 9.30 on Sunday mornings to pray together. Suzanne is in the audience. She meets with us down there and some that are at home that are not here tonight. But that's why this group I asked to come tonight because um, they're a part of the bigger group of prayer warriors that meet at 9.30 on Sunday mornings. Now our church is a praying church, but there, there are some folks here that many of you in our congregation know if you had something going on in your life, you're going to ask them to pray for you. And that's these folks and some more as well uh, that, that join with us. But that's why they're here. And they're going to share some scripture that God has laid upon their hearts. And then they're going to pray over some specific areas in our church family. And I know it's just going to be a, uh, a blessed time tonight as, as we share together. But again, thank you for joining in. Before I forget it, many have been asking about when are we going to do some more of those 10 o'clock morning devotionals. Well, we're going to, starting this coming Monday at 10 o'clock, right here from the church, we'll be having week-long devotions for about 30 minutes, 10 o'clock each day. So hopefully you can join with us as well as this coming Sunday at 10 o'clock when we stream our service from our auditorium live. But let's just begin, and, and as God leads us, we're just going to have a, a great, great evening in the Lord tonight. I've asked Patty if she would start us off tonight. Patty has uh, worked a real lot with the women in our church, with the prison ministry, and many, many things that she's done over the years. And she's just going to jump in and, and lead us for a moment tonight. As Patty, if you'll start. Thank you. I want to read to you first from 2 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 7. And it says in the Word, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. And what I see in this verse is that God doesn't want us to be afraid. He has not given us a spirit of fear. He has given us power and love and a sound mind. We have the power to focus our minds on Jesus and the things of the Lord. It is not to be a mind that focuses on the things of the world. As it tells us in 1 Corinthians 2 and verse 16, but we are to have the mind of Christ. Amen. And then I'd like to share with you from Mark 
chapter 11. And Jesus answered, saying to them, Have faith in God. Truly I say to you, Whoever says to this mountain, Be taken up and cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that what he says is going to happen, it shall be granted him. Mm -hmm. Therefore, I say to you, all things for which you pray and ask, believe that you have received them, and they shall be granted you. So today, if you're going through a spiritual battle, keep focused on Jesus. Keep your heart and your mind focused on Jesus. We want to make our Father God smile when we obey what he has told us to do. Have faith in God even when things look hopeless. Pray, believe, and you'll receive. Pray in doubt, and you'll do without. Oh, yes. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we worship you. Mm -hmm. We come to you, Lord, tonight on behalf of our church. Yes. And Father, you know that we have a whole lot of addictions. Lord, some of our addictions are alcohol, some are drugs, some is the internet. Some are the phones, and some are sports. Lord, we just got a big old mess. But Father, we bring these addictions to you. And Father, we want to have a sound mind, and a mind that is focused on you, Heavenly Father. For some of us this week, we've been through spiritual warfare. And Lord, we need you to help us. We need you to guide us. And Lord, will you show us the way? Help us, Lord, to know what to do. Because Lord, we can't do anything by ourselves. We're totally dependent upon you. So Father, we love you a big old bunch. Yes, and Lord, we just ask that you'd be with each of the members of our church. Lord, will you help us to be more like you instead of so much like us? Lord, be with our community as well, dear Father, as we want to touch so many lives for you, dear Father. We praise you, God, for who you are, and we thank you, God, for letting us just talk to you. Yes. And in Jesus' name, we ask it all. Amen. Good evening. As I was thinking about the verses that I wanted to read tonight, I was reminded of a word I heard from a preacher a while back. And it was talking about that we should be praying for wisdom and understanding. But he said, we're praying for wisdom and understanding according to God's will. See, so many times we're seeking wisdom of the world. We're seeking wisdom 
from those around us. We may be seeking wisdom from the wrong sources. But God wants us to look to Him. Amen. To know that He's in control. Mm -hmm. This coronavirus didn't surprise Him. Absolutely. He's sovereign. Yes. He's holy. He's just. He's righteous. Yes. He loves each and every one of us. Mm -hmm. And one of the words that he, uh, verses He brought to my mind is Proverbs 9 and 10. Or excuse me, Proverbs 9 and 10. It says, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. Warren Wearsby wrote that this verse, it says, the better we're acquainted with God, the more we become like Him and acquire the skills we need for life and service. And when we're going through difficult times like we are right now, times of uncertainty, times of concern, whether it be financial or physical, there could be any number of things. Patty mentioned many when she was speaking. Mm -hmm. It is so good to know that when we look to God and we depend on Him and we gain our knowledge of who He is, how that brings peace and contentment in our life. One of the verses I had was 2 Timothy 1.7 that Patty has already read to us about God did not give us fear. Amen. And the good thing about wisdom, God also tells us that if He'll ask for wisdom, He will give it to us. Mm -hmm. Let me read from James chapter 1, verse 5. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all liberally, without reproach, and it will be given to him. See, God doesn't want us to fear. Amen. God wants us to know that He has everything in control. Mm -hmm. And I have to remind myself because it's easy to get distracted when you hear things on the news or you hear of certain situations or you hear of difficult times that you may be facing or that others are. But the Lord wants us to know that He's got it in His hands. And I'm going to, before I pray, I want to close with this verse. And it's from Proverbs 3.13. It says... Happy is the man who finds wisdom and the man who gains understanding. And we've just read that that understanding is the knowledge of God and how it brings us the understanding and the wisdom we need to face life. Let us pray. Our gracious Lord, we just thank you for your presence with us. Lord, we know that you will never leave us and forsake us. Lord, your goodness and your grace, they are with us every day. Yes. Lord, help us to recognize that. <clears throat> help us to recognize how much you love us. Lord, that you are holy, that you are righteous, that you are sovereign, that you have everything in your hands. And Lord, I specifically lift up tonight organizations that are designed to help those that are in need, that are recovery those that may be dealing with addiction or those that may be dealing with depression or those that may be dealing with other things. Yes. Facilities such as Teen Challenge and Summit's View and Haven of Hope. Lord, there are many others that I could mention, but Lord, we ask for you to provide what is needed and necessary for them during this time. To help them to be able to provide for the needs of those that they're in ministry to that they will also seek you and they will find comfort and 
peace in this life through you and you alone. Lord, I also ask for your wisdom and guidance on our upcoming VBS. Lord, there's many uncertainties right now. And we're looking for you to provide the wisdom to know how we should conduct it. If it should be a little different, it should be at a different time. Those are things that we're asking for you to provide the wisdom and discernment that we need to make the wise choices. Lord, we want to always share your word. Mm -hmm. We always want to reach out to our community and our Bible school has been a way to do that. But Lord, we also want to use common sense and lean upon you so that you can provide the direction that we need. And Lord, we just ask all of this in the precious name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Hello, Elizabeth Chapel Baptist Church friends. Uh, it's, good, it's good to be here tonight and, and just good to see a few people that we've longed to be back with at this, this place. Uh, Brother Joel had asked us to, to read a couple or read a verse, and I've got a couple is what I want to do. But the first one that I want to read you is 2 Corinthians 12, 9. And he said unto me, My grace is sufficient for you. For my strength is not made perfect in weakness. And man alive, have we not had Amen. to really lean yes. on these kind of verses the, the last few weeks? It's, uh, we know our strength is not in ourselves. We know that. But we have to be reminded of that every once yes. in a while. And this, this verse of Scripture just means so much to me because it says it's not my strength that matters anyway. It's, it's our, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. The other verse of Scripture that I wanted to share with you is from Romans eight eighteen, And this verse of Scripture goes back. I can't tell you really how long this goes back to where it's been my favorite scripture because one Wednesday night we were here at, not in this building, but in the old mm -hmm. building before we, we built on to the church here. And it was just a very low time in my life. And uh, Brother Bill used this verse of scripture on a Wednesday night. Mm -hmm. And I've never forgotten that. Never ever have I forgotten that. But I just want to read it for you. It says, and this, and this is Romans 8, 18. It says, For I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed within us. Amen. And that glory that is within us is not us. It's our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Yes. And we've, we've gone through a lot of discussions in the, the last, especially the last few days when the governor is, mm -hmm. is going to start trying to open some things back up. And we're, we're thinking about what are we going to do at church? What, it's, it's probably going to be different. There's going to be some things that are going to be like we've always done them. But there's going to be some things that's probably going to be changed. And so tonight, I, I just want to pray for the leadership of our church. And I want to start with you, Brother Joel, because 
without good leadership, then we don't, we don't know which way to go. And we just all want to pray together that God will inspire you, will inspire our deacons, will lead you men in the right ways on when to open our church back up, on how to open our church back up. And then I want to probably finish up my prayer with praying for some of our classes because Amen. Um, we have we have a fellowship in those classes that I have missed mm -hmm. and adult two Sunday school <laughs> class. I love you all and I'm looking forward to the time we get back together. But as we as we read these scriptures and it says that the sufferings of this present time are not are not to be compared to yes. what's within us. Yes. And so what's within us is going to be better than any of us can ever mm -hmm. imagine that's going to be. So if you will please yes. pray with me. Our dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you and praise you tonight for being able to be here and being able to come to you, being able to ask you some things that we need some help with because we know that you are the one that needs to lead us. Yes. We know that we need patience, dear Heavenly Father, and that's, that's so hard for us to, to rely upon is patience. But dear Heavenly Father, I just pray for Brother Joel. I pray for our deacons as they are going to be meeting real soon and going to be talking about how and when to re try to reopen our church, dear Heavenly Father. But we know, we know, dear Lord, that you have a plan and purpose for us. And we just want you to lead, guide, and direct, especially these, these men that are seeking your wisdom, dear Heavenly Father, not our own, but yours, dear Heavenly Father. And we know that without your leadership that things won't be done right. And we just ask that you would just strengthen and when it's time for us to come back together, dear Heavenly Father, may we just give you all the praise yes. and the glory because you are the one that's still in control, dear Lord, not us. Dear Heavenly Father, I just pray for these Sunday school classes yes. because we feel like that Sunday school is really a big part of our church mm -hmm. and it's a strengthening part of our church. And dear Lord, I just pray that each and every one of these classes that you would just be so near and dear to the teachers, dear Heavenly Father, and to the the kids that come to whether it's Wednesday night or it's Sunday night or whether it's Sunday morning, dear Heavenly Father, whenever that they come to worship you, dear Heavenly Father, that we will worship you in spirit and in truth, dear Lord, because we know that without you in our midst that we are nothing, but we thank you and we praise you. And we just ask that you lead God direct 
in all of our lives, dear Lord. Amen. Amen. As uh, all of us uh, are very much uh, aware of the uh, COVID-19 virus and how it has impacted our lives very negatively uh, for each of us individually and uh, as families and as community and as the family of God here at Elizabeth Chapel. I know that I've already expressed to this group how how exciting and how uh, how how wonderful it was just to see them, and what joy that brought to me just to see their face again and to know here are my brothers and sisters in Christ that love me, that care for me. I've missed that. I've really, really missed that. And so our praying tonight has been for our church family. And uh, what I'd like to uh, kind of express tonight, this is, uh, this is one verse that I'm going to read, and it's First Thessalonians 5 and 18. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Amen. And the Bible tells us gives us instructions sometimes and they're very specific instructions but that then doesn't tell us exactly how we're to do those things. And I, I, I would just like to, to share with, uh, with the church uh, some thoughts that I have about how that you can express your thanksgiving to God, our Father. Mm -hmm. uh, how to go about that, how to look at that because I know that uh, this has been fearful for a lot of people. Uh, it's been disruptive for all of us. But uh, again, that uh, God is still on the throne Amen. and He still yes. wants us to worship and to thank Him and to praise Him. Mm -hmm. and, and I want to read to you an old hymn. It was written in the 1800s. But some of you, I'm sure, have heard it in the past. But I think that the writer of this song, he had an understanding of how I need to express my thanks to God. I need to express to Him how much I love Him and care about Him. But the circumstances of my life, how do I do that when real storms come in my life, real problems they're so monumental in my mind, I can't think of anything else. So how is it that in every circumstance I can give thanks to God? And th this, this is just a reading of this, this beautiful old hymn, Count Your Blessings. When upon life's billows you are tempest-tossed, when you are discouraged, thinking all is lost. Count your many blessings, name them one by one, and it will surprise you what God has done. Amen. Are, are you ever burdened with a load of care? Does the cross seem heavy you are called to bear? 
count your many blessings, every doubt will fly. And you will keep singing as the day goes by. Mm -hmm. So amid the conflict, whether great or small, do not be disheartened. God is overall. Amen. Don't forget God is still in control. God is still Amen. on the throne. He, as Bill has already stated, COVID-19 didn't take him by surprise. He knew it all along. And he's here with us to get us through it all. Count your blessing. Count your many blessings. Angels will attend. Help and comfort give you to your journey's end. Count your blessings. Count them. Name them. Name that blessing. Name them one by one. Start this morning when you got up and God gave you a sound mind. Start there and begin to count your blessings. Count your blessings. See what God has done. Count your blessings. Name them one by one. And it will surprise you what the Lord hath done. Amen. So again, God's instruction to us is to give thanks in all circumstances for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. God is still on the throne. God is still active in our life. God is still working. He's not left us. He's promised us He'll never leave us or forsake us. He'll see us through all of these difficulties because this one COVID-19 virus has made multitudes of issues for all of us. Mm -hmm. But God's going to see us through them all. Mm -hmm. And we can give praise to God because more than anything, He loved us and He gave Himself for us mm -hmm. and He has promised that He'll never leave us. So I'd like to pray for our church family that, uh, that every single day that you can give praise and honor to God for just who He is and all the things that He does for us. Because if we'll just think about what God's done for us, wow, what has He done for me today? Amen. Wow. So let us pray. Father, we're just so thankful to come again into Your presence. Lord, to express to you how grateful and how thankful and how uh, uh, just glorious you are for giving to us your Holy Son, Jesus. For it is in Jesus, Lord, that our sins are forgiven and that we have eternal life. Lord, it was through his precious blood that he purchased us for you and Lord I'm just so thankful for that and Lord let us remember more than anything else every single day every single breath I take I can give you thanks for Jesus Christ for my salvation for knowing that I will be eternally with you in heaven mm -hmm. we just want to thank you Lord for all your good blessings we thank you Lord that you'll give us a mind to remember everything that you're doing on our behalf. Lord, and we just want to thank you again for all that you are and uh, you have done for us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.
Well, Psalm 34 is what I want to read tonight, and then I've got a few names here that I uh, want to pray for here in a moment. But Psalm 34 is one of the places the past couple of weeks that I've been reading and just looking at, and I've actually underlined some of the uh, some of the statements here that I think that uh, can give us a lot of comfort. It begins in verse 1, uh, following up Ed right there where you were, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make its boast in the Lord. The humble shall, shall hear of it and be glad. O oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt His name together. Yes. Now, that's, that's our uh, desire for our church. That's our desire, my desire as pastor for all of you at home. And those of you that come to church here at Elizabeth Chapel on a regular basis, you know that our theme for this year is to honor God by exalting Jesus Christ. And that's what we want to do. That's what this psalm is telling us to do. And it says, together as a people, we can magnify the Lord and exalt His name together. Verse 4, I sought the Lord and He heard me and delivered me from all my fears. Amen. I passed. That's right there where you started this a few minutes ago. Isn't it? Amen. God delivers us from all of our fears. And He certainly does. They looked to Him and were radiant, and their faces were not ashamed. The poor man cried out, and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all of his troubles. Did you know that's the thing that God does, isn't it? The angel of the Lord encamps around all of those who fear Him and delivers Him. How many times have we read in the Bible where the angels of God delivered the righteous, out of their troubles. Now folks, if God did that in His Word, why is it we don't think God can do that today? Do you really think that God cannot deliver you right now out of all of your troubles, out of all of the things that's going on around you? He certainly can. Verse 8, Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who trusts in Him. Oh, fear the Lord, you His saints. There is no want to those who fear Him. That word fear there means reverence is God and honors Him. The young lions lack and suffer hunger, but those who seek the Lord shall not lack any good thing. Now, folks, in the months ahead, that's the promise we've got to stand on, that the righteous that are depending on God are not going to lack. You may have lost your job. You may have lost paychecks. But my friend, let me tell you something. Move up as close to God as you can get. Become this righteous person in your heart and life and character that God wants you to be. And He says, I'll provide everything you need. You will not go hungry. Come, you children, listen to me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. Who is the man who desires life? loves many days that he may see good. All of us do. 
Then he says, verse 13, Keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking deceit. Depart from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. What an opportunity God has given the country we live in, the community we live in, for people to heed His word of warning and seek Him and seek their life to get changed. Mm -hmm. to, To turn their back on their sin and to live a righteous life. That, that's what God wants out of all this. God wants us to move close to Him and repent and get rid of the past. I have seen so many times the numbers of babies that have been aborted since COVID-19 was an issue in our nation and the numbers are astronomical compared to anybody that's died with the virus. And, and, and we will not listen to God and, and heed His Word and turn from our sin and say, Oh God, I want to come to You. I want Your peace in my life. Personally, personally, God, I want You to change me. Personally, I surrender myself to You and I bow on my face to You. Start revival in my heart, in my life. That's what God wants to hear from us as people, as a church. We're only responsible for us in here. The body of Christ to live in the chapel. But we can start here and God can take us to help maybe change the world. Verse 15, the eyes of the Lord are on not everybody. Listen to me, friend. The eyes of the Lord are on the righteous. And he, His ears are open to their cry. My friend, do you consider yourself a righteous person? Our righteousness is not us. It comes by knowing Jesus. And Jesus changing our life. He brings His righteousness into our lives. And as we're His people, His, His eyes are on the righteous and His ears are open to our cry. Now listen to verse 16. It's a stern warning from God. The face of the Lord is against those who do evil. My friend, if you want God to stand up and block you, if you want God to stand and resist you to your face, you live evil and you live out evil in your life and God will be opposed to you every step of the way. To cut off the remembrance of them from the earth. The God, God is going to restore the righteous, but He's going to cut off the wicked and remove them. The righteous cry out and the Lord hears and delivers the righteous out of all of their troubles. The Lord is near to those who have a broken heart and save such as a contrite spirit. Many are the afflictions of the righteous. But the Lord delivers Him out of them all. Yes. And Catherine, that's where you were just a minute ago in your verse, Romans 8, 18. The affliction, but God delivers us. If you're a part of Elizabeth Chapel Church family and you're struggling right now and you have weight in your heart that's weighting you down... That's not what God wants for you. That's not what God's plan is for you. 
All of us have troubles. All of us have trials. All of us have difficult situations. But it's when we turn those things over to the Lord, when we get on our face and humble ourselves before Him, and we begin to seek Him, the Bible says the Lord will deliver us out of all of them. He guards all of His bones that none of them are broken. Evil shall slay the wicked. All those who hate the righteous shall be condemned. I'm about ready to get up and preach, folks, because I'll tell you something. <laughs> the world that you live in hates you if you're a righteous person. Yes. The devil's crowd hates the righteous. The wicked crowd hates the righteous. They may smile. They may try to be kind. They may try to be nice. They may say, we're all in this together. We'll all get through this together. My friend, listen to me. I'm not buying it. Listen, I'm, I believe and think we will all get through it together, but I want to tell you something. I'm not going to give up my family of God for the world. I'm not giving up Christian friends and believers for the world. I'm not going to lock arms with the ungodly, wicked world because God says, I, I'm going to deal with them but the righteous, I'm going to deliver. And the righteous, I'm going to bring, bring, bring out of these things. Y'all got me fired up tonight. <laughs> you, better, you better watch that. Many of the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. He guards his bones, none of them is broken. Evil shall slay the wicked. And those who hate the righteous shall be condemned. The Lord redeems the soul of His servants and none of those who trust in Him shall be condemned. Yes. Who are we going to trust? Yes. I love our president, but I don't trust him. I trust God. Yes. I love Governor Lee, but I don't trust him. I trust the living God. Yes. I love all of our church family, but there's nobody here that I trust. I trust God. You know how I'm using that word, mm -hmm. trust. The book of Psalms says, don't trust in chariots. Mm -hmm. Don't trust in horses and arrows. That was how they fought battles back in that day. But the Bible says, trust in the Lord. Yes. Folks, tonight, that, that's who we're calling on. That's who we're asking you. That's the whole point of our panel prayer prayer group tonight is reminding us all as a church family from different folks in different places of Scripture and different prayers. Let's come together tonight as the Elizabeth Chapel Church family and let's agree on this one thing. We will trust the Lord. Amen. Our faith is in Him our prayer, our rejoicing, our confidence, we are going to trust in the Lord. Whatever God decides for each of our lives, that's fine. We're going to trust in the Lord and put our confidence in Him. Well, thank you for letting me uh, do a little sit-down Bible study for a minute. I almost got to preach in there tonight, and it's their fault because they got me too fired up. But several prayer requests. Uh, Bonnie Rigsby called and she said, uh, Brother Joel, could you ask the church to pray for a couple of my family tonight? Uh, Mar Margaret uh, Hopkins, 
Uh, her, her younger sister, who is having some health issues, had five stents put in, is, is doing good, but there's a lot of uh, uh, danger there, and we just need to be praying for her uh, there in Spencer as we just lift her up to the Lord in prayer. She has applied for a grant to get in order to, uh, to help her deal with uh, some mold and mildew in a house that she needs to get fixed up. And just ask that we pray that God will help that grant to come through for her. And then Bonnie also asked us to pray for her uh, brother-in-law, John Davis. You all know him better than I do. I've met John. But John, just in the last few days, has been diagnosed with throat cancer. And it's in stage four. It's now spread to the lymph nodes. And she's asked, and John has asked John Davis that we pray for him and just lift him up. Pray that God's will would be done in his life. Uh, he just continues to rejoice in the Lord. I spoke to Lou White this afternoon. In fact, I got to see little Cooper Curly, by the way. I didn't touch him. He was getting strolled up the driveway. And I got to bless his little heart a minute there and got to see him. But Lou's eyes swollen. And she's got a virus that's attacked her eye and wants us to pray. She's on antibiotic, and so just lift her up to the Lord. And then I talked to, uh, to Boyd Cattrell today. And many of you know, we've mentioned before, Boyd is, is really really having, having uh, some real hard days. Sickness, can't seem to, to get over the hump, can't even uh, seem to find out exactly what all's wrong with bron his bronchial problem and his asthma so let's pray for Boyd tonight as we lift him up to the Lord and and for that whole family and many others that I'm sure are out there but these are the names that have been mentioned to me tonight to to mention for prayer and so let's mention them and two I do want to mention also I know that uh, uh, Reagan and Kristen Scott their baby is due I think first of May or middle of May, so let's pray for them and just lift them up to the Lord tonight because I know that that's a very touchy situation to bring a newborn into the world. Can you believe Lou told me today she still hadn't held that grandbaby yet? Can you imagine, folks, this, this is crazy times we're living in. We had a funeral last week and we just had to have a little graveside service with just a few people around, and you couldn't do your normal things at a funeral. Folks, these are some trying times, aren't they? Yes. But God is going to be with the righteous, yes. and He's going to strengthen the righteous. Folks, I'm going to tell you something. Now is not a time to be ashamed that you're in the group of righteous. Yes. It's a time to rejoice that you are numbered in the righteous of God's children. And I'm thankful to be a part of his family like that. Let's bow together as we pray. Father, we thank you for what you've done tonight. We thank you for this prayer meeting service. We thank you, Lord, for all of these that have come out tonight to help and participate, to share scripture verses and prayers. And, and God, we do just lift up and honor, Father, you tonight. We honor Jesus we thank you for the indwelling Holy Spirit. 
And oh God, we just pray that you'll keep uh, your hand upon our church family. We are still praying, Father, that you have set the boundaries around our folks here at Elizabeth Chapel that this virus, this COVID cannot touch our people, God, that you would not permit it, that you would keep it at bay. We pray for our, our county as well. We pray, Father, when we come back together as a church, that again, even at that time, you will just keep us safe, keep us pure, keep us clean. God, that we might honor you, we might praise you, we might exalt your name and just tell the world how much we love you and exalt and magnify your name together as the people of God. Give us wisdom as the deacons and I meet, as we pray over what our future is going to look like in the weeks ahead. We honor and praise you, God, for your goodness. We do pray for all of our world leaders, our president, our governor, those that make decisions in the White House, the doctors, the, the health care providers, and all of the first-line people that take care of us. We lift them up to you. We pray for them tonight, God. We pray you bless them and strengthen them all in a mighty way. Keep your hand upon them. We honor and praise you, Father. Bless your holy name. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, church family, thank you for joining us tonight. Uh, be back Sunday morning at 10. We're going to be talking again about the second coming of Jesus Christ. And then Monday morning through Friday morning next week at 10 o'clock, we're going to have uh, devotions right here, and it'll be a, a great time in the Lord. Have a great evening, and have a blessed tomorrow.